Hello, friends. Welcome to Off the Beaten Podcast. I am Dion, your host. Okay, so we're jumping right in this. We have our first exclusive deal for Off the Beaten Podcast listeners. I'm super excited. I hope you are too. And this deal is brought to us by Reppin' Pins. So check this out. Reppin' Pins makes pins that rep what you love, and their goal is to make a pin for everyone. And I can assure you that they've come close if they haven't fully succeeded at that because they have such a diverse collection of pins. They're a friend of the pod, and I've been a fan of theirs for years. Um, the first pins I bought from Reppin, one was a jujitsu pin, one was a Chicago flag pin, and then it was a red rose pin that I bought for my uh, Rosemont Cavaliers drum and bugle corps jacket, which that's kind of a thing with the, the drum corps. But anyway, um, so Reppin is offering an exclusive deal for Off the Beaten Podcast listeners, right? So if you go to www.reppinpins.com, that's R-E-P-P-I-N-P-I-N-S.com, and at checkout, you put in the code OTBP20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. You can not beat that deal. I'm so excited. I actually own probably about... 10 repping pins. Um, so actually on payday, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy a display hanger and I'm going to buy some additional pins and repping is just great. They, they're a Chicago based company. They've got just amazing, great quality items and they've actually inspired me to start collecting pins. So that's actually what I've done with the ones I have. I don't wear them very often because I lose Stuff like that, button spins, drop off me. I don't know why. They just lose them. So I'm collecting them. And so, you know, their their pins range in price from a little under $10 to maybe around $15. So if you buy one pin, uh, you know, per paycheck, hey, man, at the end of the year, you've got a nice collection. If you collect four years and they're always coming out with new and interesting pins. So it's just like a perfect deal. And so, you know, you can have this great collection. So I, I, just can't tell you enough how you should go and support repping pins. So please do that. 20% off if you use the code at checkout OTBP20. 20%. Oh my God. I'm so excited. So payday, you know where a portion of my check is going. And that's that. <laughs> Beyond that, also, um, I wanted to take some time for this uh this episode to send some shout outs. I want to thank some people. So let me go ahead and do that. So first things first, I want to send a shout out to Miss Heather Calvert. Uh, she actually uh, posted a review. I'm going to find it too. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to find it. So she posted a review on Stitcher. Oh no, I'm sorry. On Apple podcast, she posted a review. And so the review said, it said new and unexpected. It said great story so far. I've enjoyed getting to know both guests and hosts through extended interviews. The topics vary not only by guest, but also within each interview, expect an intimate portrait Thank you so much, Heather, for that. We truly appreciate it. And also, full disclosure, actually, um, Heather is a part of the Off the Beaten Podcast team. So, but before she was a member of the team, she was a listener and she enjoyed the podcast, which is how she got involved. So, you know, that's how team is built, you know, through interpersonal connections, which is something that we work to do here for on Off the Beaten Podcast, you know, just bringing people together to tell their stories, to have these great conversations. So that's it. Also want to send a shout out to a Miss Crystal Martin. So she actually posted a review on Stitcher. So her says, excited to hear more. 
It says Dion has always been a fave blogger, vlogger of mine, which is great. Uh, good to see him branching out. With the, that was my add in. Good to see him branching out and starting a podcast. I'm psyched to hear more from him and to see where his podcast goes. You can't you can bet it'll be entertaining and you'll probably learn a thing or two in the process. And that voice, though, y'all is definitely. <laughs> Y'all, I love it. Y'all, it's definitely easy on the ears, too, which certainly doesn't hurt. Thank you so much, Crystal. Um, I actually know Crystal. She has been a fan for, for years, literally, and totally appreciate you. Appreciate your support now. Thank you for dropping that review. And I absolutely agree with it. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. And also, I have one other shout out. So this one goes out to a Miss Kayla Butler. So Kayla dropped a review on Apple Podcasts, and her review basically says inside scoop from a native Chicagoan experience, which I love. And it says, don't let the media tell it. Chicagoans have so many stories and Dion and the people he brings on the show are here to give a word. And that's short. It's poignant. It's to the point. Thank you so much, Kayla. So. I encourage you guys, if you have a chance, please go on whatever podcast app you're using to listen. But if you're using especially Apple Podcasts or Stitcher because they have rate and review sections, Spotify does not. I don't know about some of the others. I don't use them. I actually use Stitcher and Apple Podcasts for any um, any pods that I can't find on Stitcher. I'll go to Apple. But Stitcher is my primary uh, source and I will post reviews for pods that I love. And I've actually been doing that more because now as a producer, I realize how important those are and how good it feels. It just actually feels good to hear like someone goes, you know what? I really enjoyed that. or I really liked hearing that. Um, and I've been trying to encourage people that I know personally to go and like, cause I'll hear, I'll get like texts and I'll get messages like, Hey, love that episode. That was so great. Or, you know, I heard this person say this. I had several people approach me either publicly or privately specifically about, uh, the episode, uh, our previous episode is, uh, we started from the bottom and we're where, which was a interview with Bina, um, Bina, my friend, Bina, Bina David. And, it's like so many people actually approached me privately, like, oh, my God, she said this that I just thought was, oh, my God, I, you know, it made me think more. It made me think different. It made me I'm going to do this as a result. Um, and one person, one friend of mine who remained nameless was like, I want to be friends with Bean. I said, messenger. So she said, really? I said, yeah, just send her a message and she will. Because Bina is the kind of person, if you message say, hey, I heard your interview or, hey, I saw you or, hey, you know, I think you're great. And I you know, want to be friends. Bina is all about that. And so it was great, you know, but I'm trying to encourage people to like get that out into the public. So please rate review. If you hear something that you like, please share as well. It helps the podcast. That's how people are going to get it. I'm, I'm just right now we're a team of two and I'm just one person. And, you know, we we have limited capacity to get the word out, unfortunately. So you all can help. So we're getting tons of downloads. We're getting tons of listens. Tons of hours are being spent with with my voice, which is so weird in people's ears. So please spread that out into the world and share that. And I would so appreciate it. So let's get down to this week's guest. I'm so excited. It's been driving me crazy. Moving to biweekly. It's been great for just trying to get the behind the scenes work done and I'm, you know, and getting this thing. So this is an established long term entity, but it's been driving me crazy. And I'm so excited to be posting this interview. Uh, today, this week's guest is Mr. Francis Almeida. So Francis is actually the founder of Reppin' Pins. He's a lifelong Chicagoan. 
although he has lived somewhere else and he talks about that in the in the interview not interview discussion you know um he's a graphic designer he's a brazilian jiu-jitsu tero i think that's a real word right i, I see that sometime on online i'm like man that sounds so sophisticated i'm a jiu-jitsu tero and i'm like no actually i'm not like <laughs> i'm just a dude who does brazilian jiu-jitsu but francis is legit He's he's done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for years. He's really good, um, and he's an all around badass dude. And it was just so much fun sitting and talking with him. And also, I will add that it's humbling to be around someone with so many great things going on, at least from a, a like an outside perspective. And he's still so grounded and humble about you know what he does and who he is. And it's just amazing. It's and it's a humbling experience to be around someone like that because you're like, well, shit, he's calm about his shit. Let me be calm about my shit. And so it was really cool. Also, please allow me to apologize. I was so excited because because Francis, we had kind of done the email tag thing for a while, and he's a he's a busy man. So you know, finally he was like, hey, I can you know, let's do it now. Let's do it then, or you know. And I was like, cool, let's do it. And I, I, the night before I packed everything, at least I thought, and I woke up the next day and I was so excited. I go, you know, to work and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to have the, you know, we're going to sit and chat tonight. I'm so excited because this was actually the first time that me and Francis have actually, and I've known Francis for a few years. And like I said, I've been a a fan of his company for years. Um, And this is the first time we've actually sat and talked for an extended period of time. And, and so it was great. But in the midst of all that, I forgot my computer. And so when I realized it maybe an hour before the interview, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have a computer. And I was like freaking out. And I'm like, do I know anybody who works downtown? I can say, hey, I need your computer for like a couple hours. And so I, I you know what? You, necessity is the mother of invention. So I just busted out my cell phone and I opened up voice memos. And I said, please let this be something that people can at least understand and listen to. And with the magic of technology, because when I first listened to the audio, I finally got home and I was doing it. I was like, okay, this is not good. But I work some magic and it actually sounds, you know, it's one of those things where it, it, it to me, it, it, it's, a, it's slightly, slightly different quality than what I would get with this microphone between the two people. And so it's kind of like a fuck my life moment because I'm like, wow, you know what I'm saying? I, I could just been using the phone the whole time. Right. But no. Um, and, and so we're, you know, I'm also working to get new, better equipment to make this a better product. So please bear with me and, you know, we're only up from here, but it was a great conversation with Francis. He was so open and apparent about everything. And I dug in, um, with him about his business, also about jujitsu. And then finally, because this is a topic I'm, I'm, and I mean this seriously, like I've been super interested in this, this idea of relationships and, uh, you know, that go on to marriage and, you know, I I'm single and I'm trying to be much more cognizant of my dating life and not making the same mistakes I've made in the past and, and being a quality person that someone would want to be with. So we dug in on that too. And he was great with that, you know, so Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this conversation with Francis Almeida, founder of Reppin' Pins. All 
right? And we are recording. I'm super excited. So, uh, yes, uh, I do the pre-roll. So I've said uh, welcome to whatever. So we can go ahead and jump in. Uh, so, Francis. Hello. 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 Thank you so much for coming. Of course. Um, I know we, we were playing the email tag and... <laughs> Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for being patient with that. Uh, got, things got a little busy. Um, and also, this is my first podcast, so it was a little nerve-wracking as well. Like, I better I better prepare myself mentally for this, but uh, and I don't even know how to do that. So I'm just like, <laughs> fuck it, let's just come out in and let's just have a conversation. No, no it's great. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. I'm a huge fan. Um, as you saw, even when you walked in, I've got... Uh, pins here already. Thank I've got you, pins yeah. at home. Thank I've you. lost some of your pins. Uh, <laughs> like, like I'm on the flip side. I've lost you a couple let me of know, them. Man. Just um, let me know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. I know. Like every time I see you at uh, oh, what's the name of that art fair? Uh, Renegade. Renegade. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. Kind of love that art fair to begin with. Oh, me too. So I'm like, okay, let's go. We can we can get a pin or two and then yeah. get out there. And that's usually actually that's the only thing. Nope, not true. There's a place called D, like Diva Tea or DVT or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But I buy their tea. And when, like the first time I ever went, they had this great uh, sales plan. The guy was like, so this pair is really good with whiskey. And this pair. Oh, <laughs> and I was sold. like, all right. I was like, Wait, which which one goes with? Huh? Yeah. I, I bought like five teas. And I'm like, I'm not even a drinker. And I was yeah. like, oh, let me get the tea, though. Yeah, you know what? I think my mom actually loves that tea place, too. That's probably the, the main reason. The two main reasons. That's the hey, tea. Hey, that's the best way to do it. He's like, yeah. I just remember, like, I was like, this beer is good with whiskey. I'm yeah. like, oh, I had yeah. never thought of it. You know, Renegade Fair is actually one of the... Uh, there's a couple of inspirations that started repping, but, uh, but Renegade Fair is definitely one of them. Really? Yeah, yeah. My wife and I went... Um, I can't even name the first time we went, but I wanted, let's just make it up, like six, seven years ago, maybe. Yeah. But uh, it was in Wicker Park, the Milwaukee one. Yep. I, I think it used to be in Milwaukee. I don't know if it yep. is, because it's on Division now. It's on Division now, yeah. Yeah, and it was like our first time there, and I remember we went we went nuts. Like, spent a ton of money. Anything that had, like, a, like a bulldog on it, I would buy it. I had, like, oh, cool. a ton of t-shirts, tons of posters. But, um... But ever since then, I was like, uh, both my wife and I were like, we gotta, we gotta make our own thing so we could sell here one oh, day. Oh, for sure. So, that that was like three years probably before Repit had started. Oh wow, isn't which that is am- crazy? Isn't yeah. that amazing how that occurs? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first time we were actually ta- uh, talking before we started recording, the first time I said to someone, "Man, I'm gonna do a podcast," was probably four years ago. And then two years after that, I bought the, my microphone, my first microphone, yeah. which was a blue, call a blue snowball. So I had the microphone for two years. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sitting there. Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, was, it was sitting. I ended up moving. Um, and when I got into my new place, I, I actually put it in the living room, still in the package, but like, so I could see it. Yeah. And then, so a year after I bought the microphone, I downloaded the software. I used free software to mm-hmm. edit and such. And then a year after that was when I like was like, okay, we're going to do it. And the only reason actually uh, a good friend of mine who's also in episode one, uh, Sarah, was coming to town. And I was like, 
I had just done the Naked Bike Ride, and I was like, <laughs> you know what? It'd be great to talk about that. Yeah. She was coming in town to see New Kids on the Block, which I thought was hilarious. Yes. And I'm like, and she's also involved in a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, those three topics together to me. Good podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's, <a good laughs> That's an episode. Let's do it. Yeah. So was that the first episode of? Oh, and so that was the yeah. first episode. Cool. Um, and yeah. And so then I think I recorded that episode. It still took me probably three months from recording it. it. To, to actually no getting yeah. everything together to do it, yeah, man, part of the so journey. It's part, part of the, of the journey. journey. Yes. So, so, so tell us. So, let's jump into it. So, tell me yeah. about Reppin Pen. Sure. Um, so, Reppin is a little business that sells pins that rep what people love. That's really all it is. That's it. Pins that rep things that you love. I love um, that. It started. When did it start? Like 2016. Okay. Um, so three years ago. Wow. Um, and really, it was just the drive. Uh, I think that year, a goal of mine was just to 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 launch something. You know, to to call my own. Um, I'm a I'm a graphic designer, art director uh, as a day job, and I was like, you know, what else can I start on the side? And um, whether it becomes big or not, I, I don't. That's not really the goal. It's just to have something. And um, so, yeah, yeah, my friends and family wore pins on their, uh, like, jackets and hats and bags. And I was like, just randomly, it just comes to you, I think, when you're you're kind of just, you know, in a restful space. But it's like, wait a second, pins? I can design pins. <laughs> I can, that's easy. Because, like, I, I, I'm, I'm uh, like, designing a pin, for, for example, um, will take me uh, maybe 10, 20 minutes. You know, really? it's just a... Really simple, iconic designs are, are really quick things for me. Yeah. And yeah. It, even as an everyday thing, if it's just like, there are some pins that I've, I've drawn, but not really turned into a pin. It's just like this daily practice. Of, oh, nice. Of uh, being a creative yeah. uh, thinker. Um, but uh, but anywho, yeah. Yeah, started three years ago. Right. And um, started off with uh, three donuts, I think. Three I donuts. remember the donuts because yeah. I, ha- I have one of those. Oh, I you got do? a donut awesome. pin. Perfect. I yeah. have a jujitsu triangle pin, yes, yes. like this black and gold one. Yep, that's a good um, one. Also sold out. Yeah. I'm trying to think because when I first ordered, I ordered three. I can't remember what the third one is. Um, Probably some Chicago, Chicago pin. Might have been Chicago yeah. flag. Yeah. yeah. Chicago flag pin. So yeah. So those are the two. three I ordered. Yes. Yeah. All pins that rep things that you love. Yes. I'm assuming you like donuts. Yeah. Then. Oh, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can I say? What can yeah. I say? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, three donuts and I think some some uh, some caffeine things too, like a coffee one. The coffee. I remember um, that one. A latte and then a green tea pin. So it's like. These sets of pins, that's what it was, this initial thing. It's like, let's just release sets of whatever themes that people kind of would like yeah. to. I'm trying to, like, think of others of, of what they would like. But um, pins or, or donuts and, and coffee were the first things that, that came uh, up. I'll go say coffee for sure, yeah. right? Because yeah. people are shameless. <laughs> exactly. Shameless. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, what started off with, like... Three pins initially, as we've now designed over like well, I don't know, I can't keep track, but I'm definitely over hundred fifty pins now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Some sold out, some still going. Um, but it's been it's been wonderful. Do you have any? So I just I'm thinking about it. Do you have any that have sold out that you won't make any more of? But like, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think. Um, so initially, being like the small just startup business. 
you're really free to do anything. I think there's always this issue of like these copyright issues of like, hey, can you really do that design or not? But I think for me, it's just like, until uh, this day, I think a lot of these pins are things that I like. Fortunately, I like a lot of things. So <laughs> just, <laughs> I could keep making them. Right. So I wanted to do some sneakers. So I did oh, some Jordan shoes, you know. Like, you uh, had one in red and black. Yeah, yeah, you had the Jordan ones. Oh, for beautiful sure. shoes. The Concords, wonderful shoes, you know. So I'm like, well, I would wear these pins. I bet other people would. And so we designed those, started selling those, and they sold out. Now it got to a point of like, uh, now on Instagram we have, you know, a couple thousand followers. Uh, not not 100 followers like we used to. Um, and it's like, uh, do we make these again or not? So I don't think I'm going to make those again. Okay. Uh, that, yeah. So could that potentially yeah. be... In a copy, a copy, like a copyright um, issue? I, from, from what I've heard, it can be. Okay. But, you know, in my opinion, if Jordan finds me selling his pins, <laughs> I made it at that point. Where I, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, if you get a letter, who I am. you're like, yes! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I made yeah, it! Yeah, so that actually happened. Like, um, not, not that particular case, but... Uh, so those donut pins, yes. and the coffee pins, actually, um, randomly, like, maybe a year and a half into repping doing its thing, uh, we get a message from, a, like, a, a fan of ours, and it's like, hey, um, I saw your pins on Amazon. Do you sell on Amazon? And I'm like, nah, no, no, we don't. And then he sent me a picture of it, and it's these bootleg pins that are being sold on Amazon uh, that are being manufactured in, in China, but it's, like, our designs. <gasps> just really, um, just a little skewed, a little bigger and uglier, but really? those are our designs, yeah. Oh, wow. So, and I was like, I made it. At that point. <laughs> yeah. Rather than being angry. Oh, not That's angry right. at all. Yeah. Most <laughs> people got the knockoffs of my pins. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, I can yeah. totally dig that. Yeah. So I actually traded the knockoff pins for my real pins. I was like, so did you buy them? And he's like, yeah. Well, I'll trade you uh, the actual ones for no these knockoff way. ones. So I have them. Do you have them? At the house. Yeah, I should have brought them. I'll bring you one. <laughs> no, They're really ugly and big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Though. Oh, that's love so it. cool, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, um, yeah, I mean, I, ooh, I I think I have so many questions, like, I got around that. Yeah. But, like, so, um, to, and I don't want to get too, too into your business, so, so but, like, okay. when you're starting, because I know nothing about starting a business, like, mm-hmm. um, I, I should think of the podcast as a business i don't mm-hmm. but it's it and i and i think the the one of the reasons the only other so i always talk about the team so yeah. the team is actually me and an artistic director yeah. um, who's the person who created the logo she created my business cards um and she's a she's a great thinker mm-hmm. and so i love having her around because she's definitely more business minded than i am mm-hmm. and so i'm not really thinking of it as a business i'm like i'm doing something i love doing um the 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 interviews are usually the, the highlight of my week are right. just these you know recording these interviews which are just conversations with people that I would love to sit and chat with anyway so it's like oh this is awesome but trying to like think about like oh so how am I going to grow the business mm-hmm. or you know these mm-hmm. things so when you're starting like a business like a small business um, going back to the beginning like what mm-hmm. for you what went into that sure. like yeah did you uh like you know what was and I, like i said i don't want to get too deep in your business but like initial okay. investment yeah. or things because for me doing a podcast like i said like the software is free yeah the, the initial investment was literally 
fifty dollars yeah. for a microphone. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like, and yeah. I'm like, if I had to invest more than that, it might not have even happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now I'm at a point where I'm already like, man, I need more. I need more microphones. I need a mixer or an audio interface. Oh, I need a new computer. I need, you know, and it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's just, but you know, but yeah. So how about for you was like, what was that on the front end? Um, so I think, um, initially I was, I had, um, I don't know if luxury is the right word, but it was really just something to start on the side, not necessarily to grow into what you, you know, I didn't do it for, to make money is what I'm saying. Yes. I did it as a, uh, as a creative outlet thing. Yes. If I made money, then fucking hell yeah. Cool, you know, right. I, yeah, I win again. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, I think it was, it, it started off as a, just a creative outlet. Now starting a business or at least a brand yeah. is, is what I do for a living. You know, I'm a graphic designer. That's right. So, uh, so. yeah, I'm in, I've been in advertising for, or I was in advertising for over, for over 12 years. So uh, okay. making logos, making websites, Making a brand is what I am truly. I think I'm. I'm very good at. Okay. So, so starting that wasn't wasn't hard. Okay. You know, All it's right, like cool. I think we. Uh, I had the idea that night. Uh, at night, I remember I texted my sister. I was like, I have an idea. I'm gonna make pins, and then uh, the next week, or like let's say two or three days, was coming up with a name. And uh, I had some names. Um, Mainly bad ones, but Anne, my wife, came okay. up with Reppin. Did she come up with Reppin? Oh, she came up with Reppin. Okay. Which is the big part of the business of why I think it's pretty cool. Oh, for like, sure. Well, a lot of people compliment me on is It has nothing to do with me. It was the my name wife is and, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. She'll, uh, she reminds me till this day that she came up with that name. So it's so she came up with the name, and then from the next day, I made the logo. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was... I, I, the way I, I like to work, I don't overthink things. I'm, I'm not a... Uh, uh, when it's good, it's good to go. I yeah. move on. I, I'm not a perfectionist, yeah. you know. Um, once it's good, I move on. So made the logo uh, that day. Uh, made the website the next day. Yes. In two weeks, I've launched the business. Um, wait, before that, I would have to find a manufacturer. So yes. I got. I have stories about that. Um, I I wanted it to be, you know, made in Chicago. Yes. I'd be proud of, you know, making it in the city because I wanted to highlight that this brand was from Chicago. That's tough, though. It was tough. That's good. Yeah. I already yeah. know that that's tough. Oh, super tough. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. So I know yeah. that's tough from a totally different yeah. interaction. Um, yeah, I, a woman was, I, I met with a woman who had this great idea of, of kind of, um, manufacturing toys mm -hmm. here in Chicago. And and, it, and it, it was much more involved than that. But I remember just in that thing, she was like, there's not, you know, just like the, the difficulties of of what, in starting that process, but also finding other people who are already doing it, yeah. which was her idea was to kind of like try to partner with someone who was already doing it. Yeah. And I remember she was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's like not an easy I'm like yeah they don't really make too much stuff around here anymore totally do they yeah, yeah they, they, don't. they things, don't and I found out that hard way things, I really did things really have changed did. yeah things have changed so uh, right. yeah so I actually made the donut pins though my first initial donut pins were made with the I'm not gonna name any and put nope. a new one on the that's bus fine. but um, that's fine. man it was poor communication and the pins uh, for those of who have the first initial donut pins, the, you know, a donut is like, has a hole in the middle. Yeah. 
And as a designer, you want that hole to be cut off. That's just what a donut That's, looks like. Okay. But uh, there's a little, the white spot, there's a white spot inside of oh, the donut. So okay. as a designer, that kind of drives me nuts. But for other people, they don't care. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, but uh, you'll, once I saw that and and uh, I was like, I got to find someone else to make these pins. And um, throughout the way, <clears throat> you know, once we launched our Instagram and people started taking notice of us, we've we get hit up by other manufacturers being like, hey, we can make your pins. Just give us a chance kind of thing. Really? Okay. And then super late at night, you know, on your phone, on my phone, and I'm like, uh, well, let's just try it out. Whatever. I asked for the price. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, and for me, starting a business, it's like, what can I do with, um, you know, what's the least amount of money I could spend? And what that means is like under 500 bucks. What can I make? Yeah. Uh, even till this day, when I try to come up with other new businesses, it's like if I have to just spend under five hundred bucks, what can I make? Yeah, you know, to maybe double that or triple that, whatever. But again, it hasn't been about the money. But as far as a business thing, that's that's how my mind works when coming up. With of ideas. course, yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, yeah, we I tried one out, and the communication was great, and um, the price is awesome, and. She's been with me for three years now. Just oh, making, wow. uh, making all our pins. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. It's been great. It's How been long great. does it yeah. take to make a, like a yeah. a run of pins? Of pins. Um, so the the minimum is usually a hundred pins, um, and that usually takes around two and a half to three weeks. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. it's not. It's pretty quick. Yeah, in yeah, my for sure. But of course, you'll have people who want it. You know, like I don't understand why can't you make it? You know. What's Tomorrow. This, wait, what's this look like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me go on yeah. back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's the beauty of the, the uh, another part of the business. We not only make like the the stuff that I like, <laughs> yeah, or you know that rep things that people love, but we also get to make pins for um, organizations that we care about, or other brands, or other artists. And yeah. it's become this really maybe the biggest part about the business. But uh, yeah. I don't, you know publicly say that even though i just said that right now but no, i like to think we still fine. have a brand but yes. you know we also uh make pins for people because so uh and obviously people can't see and i'll post a picture of this that's actually what attracted me to this pin um and it was funny because it's a lyrics of a very popular song yeah. but when i saw this pin i was like oh because i bought this at renegade oh yeah perfect. and i was like oh that's kick-ass Yes. And I was like, and and for just it's a it's a black so the the packaging is a black card. It has the artist name. It has reppin'. So it's kind of like branded a little different. Yeah. And it just it's a round pin, gold. Um, and it says we gonna be all right, right? Yes. And so you think about Kendrick. It's like oh, and yes. so I was like, oh, we gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like done. I remember being like, oh, that's sold. Yeah. Um, as opposed to so this pin, um, I'm holding a sack. When I'll post pictures of both of these. Uh, for sure, is a Rezovic Jiu-Jitsu pin um, that was during one of the members, uh, youth members mm-hmm. of the organization was going through um fight with, was it was it cancer? Yeah, okay. I believe so. Just, yep. just mm-hmm. right, because my memory is horrible. Um, and so, yeah, and you guys, they were, uh, Rezovic was selling 
pins to raise money for the family. Yes. And I remember seeing these. I was like, oh, and so the branding of this is different. It's very, it's obviously Redzovic. Yeah. Uh, the pin is Redzovic, obviously. Um, I bought like five of these. Oh, you did. <laughs> I, bought a you bunch, did. I bought a bunch of these because yeah. one, they, the, the cost was amazing. Um, the pin itself is amazing. And it just brought it together perfect. Yeah. And I remember, by, like, walking in into the office down, and you know, downstairs. I was like, yo, let me, how much are those? And I was like, let me get, like, five. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Give me a good couple. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it go out to a good cause. Oh, it's my like, gosh. It's amazing. You're repping your, your, uh, your academy yes, with Yes, it's but, amazing. Uh, and I will say, so I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah. But, man, I don't even know how long ago now. Yeah. Um, but you <laughs> approached me um, at one point. Um, and uh, so those who people who don't know or, or may not know, I think I've talked about it before. I used to work for I still work in, in violence prevention. And I, I, I don't say where I work mm-hmm. currently. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm right. I don't either. say where I work, which goes. <laughs> and it's actually a funny story. So real quick, um, my old job, I wrote a lot of blogs. Mm-hmm. Right. Myself. But I would mention where I worked in them. And this one guy sent this scathing email about how I was an idiot to my boss, right? Yeah. Personal blog has nothing to do with my job, but it's a scathing, you know, you should fire this guy. Ah. And my boss, like, showed it to me. She goes, what do you want me to say to this jerk? <laughs> I was like, just send me, I was like, send me to the email. <laughs> I'll respond directly. And it was like, she was like, why, not, why would I even care, you know? Yeah. But, like, it was a lesson that there, especially in the the we're talking gun violence. Yeah. And some people, you know, they get rubbed and they, they'll try to do anything. So, yeah, I kind of keep that out of this airwave such. Mm-hmm. But then I was working for the Illinois Council Against Handgun Violence. Um, doing a lot of work. We did great work. I, I worked a lot with youth. It was fabulous. But you reached out to me and said, hey, uh, how would you like a pit? And I was like, and I was doing this kind of uh, advocacy project at the time that I was toying with, and I really didn't know where it was going, if anywhere and such, but it, it was kind of something like, you know, it was it was in the work, it was something that, that definitely intrigued me kind of outside of the office and such, and you... Uh, sent me this picture of this this pin of a gun, but it was like a broken gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you were like, how would you like a hundred of these? And I was like, what? You know, like, <laughs> uh, uh, okay, yeah. like yeah. I guess. How? And I remember my first question: How much? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. were like, oh, bro, don't worry about that. Yeah. I got it. And I still have those pins. So it's funny because I never knew what to do with those pins. Yeah. And I didn't feel, I, I was like, I can't sell them. I don't feel right selling them. Yeah, <laughs> so I yeah. don't know what to do with them. I kind of remember that people don't feel right. Right. I'm like, <laughs> I got them for free. Yeah. You can't, you can't, I, I should have sold them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I sh- and it was funny because at one point, um, I had even talked to my boss about selling them on behalf of the organization as a whole. Totally. Yeah. Um, and we had talked about it, ended up not doing it. But I have them, so it's funny because now actually what I do with those pins yeah. is I give them to people. Yeah. But I give them to like people. I'm like, oh, this is a cool kind of cool person kind of thing. Yeah. So like I've I've given one to a couple elected, mostly elected officials actually. Which is really oh funny. no way! Um, and the last one I awesome. tried to give to someone. I was at a press conference and I had taken two. And, and I take two in my pocket because I was like, if I see him, I'm going to give him one. Yeah. And so that was Father Michael Flager. 
What? And so I didn't give him the pin, but I yeah. see I when I, I was like every time I see him, I'm like, oh, I either don't have it or like that day he was just moved around so much yeah. I didn't have an opportunity. But those are like the kind of people I've given one I to. Love that. So I gave Chance the rapper's dad one. Get out of <laughs> so here. Ken awesome. Bennett has right like things like that. Man, uh, that's so the beauty. That's and it's funny because I was like, you know, so people were like, what do you do with those pins? I'm like, I just give them to like cool people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you ain't cool. You ain't getting one. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah, because I don't feel. I, I don't feel right selling them. Yeah. I just I never have, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like so I know like I gave one to Ken Bennett. I've given one. I remember I went down to Springfield and I took like a pocket full of them. And so like uh, a couple of elected officials, I was like, "Yo, you should get one of these pins," yeah. you know, yeah. like that kind of thing. I and I'm it. like, and I, who was it? I think it might have been Ken Bennett. And I was like, "Yo, if you like the pin, go you know visit." I was like, "Check the website, check the yeah. website." Yeah. And so that to me was like my way of kind of giving back Dude, to you, you. And, yeah. and spreading that love. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what I do with them. That's awesome. And so yeah, so uh, it, 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 that's amazing. It works, me. you know. Yeah. And that that to me feels feels good. Oh, you know? absolutely. That makes and me feel good. <laughs> makes yeah. me feel good. And yeah. so thank you for that. You absolutely. know, and that, and I absolutely. definitely think that speaks to kind of what like you're saying, what you're doing here. You know, where you have your brand, yes. but you're also helping other organizations and artists and such. And yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. Absolutely. I think it's like. It's not, I mean, I'm not going to say the number, but it's not that expensive for me to make these things, you know, and it, as far as design wise, I have fun doing it. And if it could bring yes. awareness to whatever you believe in yeah. or, or help another business out, I think it's just like a no brainer for me. I don't know, as, as far as a, a business standpoint, you know, you're sharing it with other people that yeah. I probably wouldn't even get to. Yeah. And that's a yeah. wonderful thing as well. Oh, so, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, Love on both sides, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was, yeah, I was so appreciative. Shocked and appalled, but yeah, <laughs> so appreciative. Oh, like, yeah. you oh know, I think God. I actually do that quite often, and yeah. uh, and a lot of people don't know what to do. Right, <laughs> so they're like, oh well, I think I'm gonna give it away for free too, then, which is fine. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. That's better advertising dollars. Oh, for sure, you know, you know, for sure. And I remember there. getting the box even, and I remember opening it and showing my oh, boss, that's awesome. and she was like, "Where'd you get those? How much did they cost?" Yeah. I'm like, he gave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like uh like the executive director of the Illinois Council of News Handgun Violence, yeah. who now works for um this a much bigger organization. She has you know, she That's has awesome. one. Like yeah, I it was love just it, man. people, especially around the gun violence issue, people I've given a couple to survivors. Yeah. Uh, also yes. I don't know if I've given one to um my friend Maria. Uh she's a a, a, a very active activist uh, does tons of stuff in the city, but like you know, like that people who, are, yeah. who are especially in the gun violence, are doing great work. I was like, those are the people who probably should get these pins. Yeah, that was totally my idea of just how to you know how to do that. That's and great. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's the beauty of these pins too. It's like something that's you know, ten bucks can really like stand for something that you yes. truly believe. Something yes. so small that you. Just I'm wearing this this Filipino pin. It's yes. Filipino American History Month. Yes, it's a big deal. Yes. But it's just a small thing that I'm wearing, you know. Which yeah, actually, which is why I'm thinking about it. actually. I can't yeah. even show you. I was walking through Wicker Park the other day. Yeah, yeah. And I see this poster, oh, and I yes. recognized it from a post on Facebook of yeah, yours. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wait, and I'm looking. I'm like, there he no is. Way. So tell me a little bit about. So first, you could kind of. Uh, tell the listeners what we're talking about because sure. I'm not even sure what exactly it was yeah. and we go over there. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, this month is uh, Filipino American History Month and there's this uh, great artist here who's also Filipino. Her name is uh, King Marie. She she brought together a bunch of Filipino creatives Okay. 
and um, her whole thing is just you know shining light on this creative world of Filipinos that really no one knows about. Right. So she threw an event called Philippine X, um, which was just last week, I believe, at Blind Barber. A bunch of uh, musicians that she knows and artists, artists that she knows got together and just kind of you know hung out at night, and people came to support, which was a beautiful thing. But oh, cool. but to promote that, she did this uh, this kind of photo shoot thing. Yes! Where a bunch of um, talented Filipino people from Chicago uh, got together and just got the, took a photo at a yeah. school gym, and oh, okay. it, we called the class of... 2019's Philippine X. And, yeah. Uh, I had no idea where these photos were going to go, honestly. I, uh, and then there were weed paste, weed pasted everywhere. Okay, yeah. Uh, so that's what you saw. I saw and, one, and right. Parts. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I, I hate, and I re- just recognized from one of the pictures you had posted on Facebook. Yeah. And I happened to be walking by, that's and I was awesome. like, oh. And I was like, oh, oh, wait, so wait, wait, funny. wait. Yes. Yes. Oh, did you take awesome. a picture? I took it. Yeah, I took oh, it. Did? I was oh. going to send it to you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know I have if a picture of my phone. This, but that's awesome. That's hilarious, actually. And embarrassing. But yes. Oh, no, that's great. So, so actually, that, that'll lead into, so, usually when I, I tell people, like, what the show's about, I'm like, Chicago people, Chicago shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, Um, and, and so, and, and at least for all the previous guests, um, the first guest wasn't from Chicago, mm-hmm. and then, but the, the rest have been, like, kind of, like, uh, taking, taking a moment to kind of talk about, because uh, for me, part of this podcast is changing that narrative mm-hmm. that you often hear about Chicago, right? Because you, mm-hmm. especially like uh, uh, the president was here yesterday mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the shenanigans of Tom Fuller you hear. And, you know, um, it's one of those things where uh, Chicago is not a perfect place. It has issues. But like, for me, most everything I think about the city is amazing, right? I I, most everything I think about the city is like, the, the positives, the culture, the people, you know, the, this, that, and the other. And sure, you know, anywhere, right? You can be married to Kim Kardashian or whatever. Eventually, she gets on your nerves. <laughs> like, like, look, right. had enough of you. But, like, you know, in reality, it's a beautiful place and beautiful people. So I always try to ask people, like, so what was growing up in Chicago like for you specifically? So uh, mm-hmm. how, how have you identify yourself? Sure. You know, sure. like, so did you grow up in Chicago? I did. Okay, so... Yeah. So, uh, what neighborhood? So, I'll usually yeah. start what neighborhood? Cool. And you can tell me a little bit about that. Um, so I grew up in Lincoln Square. Uh, oh, so you oh, grew up in Lincoln Square? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Okay. I did. Okay. So uh, I actually went to Queen of Angels, uh, on Western and um, what is it? Uh, Sunnyside, Western and Sunnyside. Oh yeah. Right yeah okay. Oh wow. Yeah, right there. Park. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that's where I went to grade school and in junior high. Oh wow. And then, uh, but my parents moved me to the Burbs. Okay. Uh, for high school. I uh, went to Arlington Heights, went to Rolling Meadows okay. out there for four oh. years. All right. So just real, real quick. Um, so I didn't mention this at the beginning. So I was so excited about uh, speaking with Francis today. Uh, and my, my, I would say in my quest for power and glory, I forgot. Do you know what movie that's from? Mm-mm. Oh, uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you ever yeah. seen the movie Weird Science? Yeah, yeah. And at the end, uh, the end of the movie where they try to make another girl, <laughs> yeah. and then it doesn't work, and she comes and she goes, 
in your quest for power and glory, you forgot one thing. And they're sitting there and they go, we forgot to hook up the dog. Because you forgot to hook up the dog. Yeah. And so that's so why I was saying, like, in my quest, it's so funny. That movie came out when I was, like, five. And I remember yeah, that Kelly yeah. LeBrock was, like, a reason to live. Yes, um, absolutely. Was that her? Yeah, that was her name. Uh, but I'm yeah. surprised you remember her name. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. She, she filled a video night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good movie, good movie. <laughs> Sit at home, I'm going to like, what's going on? Uh, but I forgot my laptop. I brought, the, I brought my microphone, I brought my microphone cable, totally forgot my laptop. So we actually have been recording uh, on my phone. So... Uh, if the quality is better than what you're used to, <laughs> fuck my life. If it's not as good, then that is why. But I'll doctor it up, whatever. So I actually got a, I meant to turn on airport, airplane mode, but I got a phone call. So we took a break. Francis went to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> we're yes. Gassed yes. up. All right. To and go. We're back. So you were saying, and I actually just listened back to the audio just while you were gone. Yeah. And so it's perfect. So you were saying, um, that you went out to Rolling Meadows for high school. Oh, yeah. Moved yeah. to the Burbs. Yeah, moved to the Burbs for high school. Um, but I think being a teenager, getting ten- taken away from you and friends in the city uh, will cause some problems. And uh, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I, de- I definitely did not like being there. You know, yeah. I, it took me a long time to actually really appreciate living in in the suburbs. Uh, I don't think I met, you know, my... Uh, the group of friends uh, who I still talk to till today, uh, probably till like junior or senior year, you okay. know, which was the tail end of high school. But yeah, um, uh, but I do think there are benefits of us moving out there. Uh, I don't think I would I would be in the spot that I am in today if we didn't go out there. Um, but then you know, missed the city so much. I came back. I went to DePaul. Okay, absolutely. Um, so I went back there, and then after graduating there, I moved all around the city. Um, met my now wife and we we live in albany park now okay um, oh, absolutely yeah, so it's so yeah. close yeah yeah. yeah yeah which we love which we love but anyways uh living in chicago um it's just home it's just home right. you know yeah. yeah it just feels like home we my wife and i actually lived in before getting married uh we lived in san francisco for like three years really a little over three years oh, okay yeah. how was that yeah. oh awesome yeah. awesome yeah the, um we miss it every day. However, it's just it's like super expensive. And, uh, I've heard stories. Yeah, I've it's heard. Have you heard stories? <laughs> oh, I've yeah. heard stories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a friend who worked for Google, and he yeah. actually um, he lives in Denver. Yeah, but he was in San Francisco. I feel like it may have been a year. It might not have been that long though. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he was there, and I know he was like, "Yeah, it's expensive. Like this exactly. is different, you know." Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually dated a woman for a very short period of time who was from the Bay Area. Awesome. And so she was from San Francisco and lived there her entire life. And she was like, yeah, I was like, I am out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it's time yeah. to go. Yeah. That's oh, how yeah. we felt. We felt yeah. really like, you know, it's time to go home. It's, it's beautiful. And then my wife is born and raised here too. So oh, beautiful. coming back home and getting married here yeah. and, and, and starting, you know, the, the, the rest of our future together here is a, was definitely a good move. We have a bank account now, so which is really nice. See, that's yeah. a step right direction. <laughs> awesome. That's a step right direction. Yeah, the yeah. little things yeah, that matter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, very cool. I'm sorry. Did I get off tangent? What else? No, what no, else? no. Yeah, um, yeah. No, just that. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah. it's interesting. And the reason I was surprised uh, that you grew up in, in Lincoln Square is that we met Lincoln Square. Yes. Uh, through uh, jujitsu. Yes. So we both train. Uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu mm-hmm. at uh, Team Redzevic 
um, in Lincoln Square. Yep. Shout out Team Retzovic. Uh, totally, yeah. yes. Everybody <laughs> there, all the guys. I don't think anybody there knows I have a podcast. Yeah. I don't think I've mentioned it. Uh, anybody. Uh, they will now. They will now, right? <laughs> Oh, someone's talking about you, right? Yeah, talking, <laughs> oh, talking to the blue belt here. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what brought you... Um, oh, so you know what? I I, I feel like... I, I feel like... Um, actually, I know. So I interviewed a friend of mine who is a brown belt. Yeah. Never used the interview because of the sound quality, yeah. right? Which I might use at some point. Uh, but it's it's pretty bad. So I just never did. So we talk a lot about jiu-jitsu because she's been doing I think we started about the same time. Oh, awesome. Um, but um, so since I didn't use it, I think you'll be the first person. Um, I don't think like anyone who listens to this who doesn't know me personally probably even know why I do jiu-jitsu because I've never been talked about. Right. It's not something like <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll mention it in passing. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to go ahead and explain what jiu-jitsu is and oh, kind of like from. Oh my God. Are you going to give me the task <laughs> of doing that? Say, do You're it. the better talker here. No way. <laughs> okay. Do it. Uh, well, jiu-jitsu um, is a martial arts that just uses, um, you know, it's basically grappling, but you use submissions to um, uh, submit your opponent or, or make your opponent tap out. Tap out. Play, yeah. play I kill you, as I like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I play I kill you. Yeah. 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 Um, yes, yeah. How, so how long have you been training? Uh, about uh, three years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. How about, how about you, Dujan? You said eight? More than eight now? Um, not... Cons- I first time I went into... Uh, which was then Gracie Baja was summer of 09. Oh, wow. I walked yes. in. Um, there was... Crazy. So if you think of where you walk in now, mm-hmm. there was a desk perpendicular to the door... Um, there was this young dude sitting there. It was just kind of like pit bull looking face, like kind of buff. And um, I was dating this woman, Emily, at the time. I had just gotten back from Afghanistan. And uh, I, so my introduction to jiu-jitsu was in Afghanistan. Oh, wow. So I had a, a team member, team partner, whom then, you know, things you don't know. Like um, we, we would run into each other watching uh, UFC. Mm-hmm. At night. So mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, that was like four in the morning. Three, four in the morning was when it would, you know, come on. And so we'd run into each other uh, in the TV room. And uh, he one day asked me, like, do you, you know, have, have you ever trained before? I'm like, no. He's like, you want to? And I was like, sure. And he was, yeah. a, not knowing, he was a purple belt from Manhattan. So if you think about the schools in Manhattan, awesome. right? <laughs> right, right. No holds barred for you. Right, yeah. one of them, all of them are, are killer schools, right? <laughs> so not knowing that, you know. Knowing then what I know now, but yeah, we used to. Um, but it was really interesting because we uh, had puzzle mats, yeah, and we'd bring them out into the basketball court, and he'd show me like basics. But we literally couldn't train more than like twenty minutes it's at a time because we were like literally out in the sun, yeah, just like out in, a, in like hundred degrees in the wow. baking sun. And he was white, and like, <laughs> like <laughs> not so no longer like, after that. Literally like the, twenty. The 20 it was yeah. weird because we could train like maybe twenty thirty minutes tops. And then, like, just the sun, like, it would just, your, you know, your skin would start hurting. Like, you know, even yeah. me, like, back of my neck. Because he'd be in guard or, you know, we'd flip. And then, like, you're just, your skin would just get hot. And you'd be like, okay, we're done. Yeah. And so it was really weird because we would do it, um, but we just couldn't do it. Yeah. In any length of time. So, like, it would be like, show me something. And then, like, here's, you know, here's why we do, how you would do this, these applications. Yeah. But also it was a little different because it was um, definitely, like, he showed me, like, a lot of, like, like, uh bicep slicers like things that would no really capacitate somebody you know yeah. like um you know just yeah yeah like obviously more for like 
self-defense. Sure. Like a core class. Yeah, Definitely absolutely. more of a core class. Yeah. And so, but it was great. And then uh, when I came home, um, he suggested I keep training. Yeah. And so, yeah, see this cat. And he was like, we got beginner's classes on Wednesday. Had a deep accent. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> okay. he's like, sure, 15 minutes early. Okay. So that dude's a Drees. And, uh, <laughs> awesome. injuries. Yes. and um yeah and i was like okay and i think i think i think that was a tuesday yeah so i went back the next day and uh yeah that's awesome the first class was uh sid professor sid oh the man um yeah and then so all like i think all my classes for the first year were either sid or Idris. yeah was the only professors i knew professor i would Russ. see professor andre occasionally mm-hmm. and first andre is much more social now like in my perspective okay. than he was then because he would never talk he just had this like you know he has that face that looks like he's gonna <laughs> yes that he's gonna kill you smack <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna get smacked first you know and so it was just like oh so yeah yeah and that was it so it's been a while that's awesome yeah. It's been yeah. a while, and then yeah. I, I left for two years, so um, that was 2010, 2012. But I would come back in the summer and train, yeah, because you moved away, yeah, I moved yeah, away, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's great. So, yeah. it's, it's been interesting, I think. Uh, yeah, for me, it was more of I think just finding something new. I grew up playing basketball, okay, um, and really got into that, then eventually. I was, I've always been into, like, trying to find something new in terms of fitness or health or something like yeah. that. I got into CrossFit a little bit, of course, when I okay. moved to San Francisco. Oh, it's big there. Oh, huge. Okay. Yeah, yeah huge, <laughs> huge there. Um, and then came back here and still kind of did the whole cross-training thing and eventually got into to weightlifting or powerlifting oh, nice. a lot more. Yeah. So got into that. And then eventually, it's like I've always had this thing of, of wanting to learn um, a martial art or, or uh, of some kind. Um, I did box for a little bit, but that, that's those are just those boxing workout classes, which I'm not knocking on. It's just like you're just there for the workout. Kind right, of, right. Oh, know, of course. Which is what I was there for. But, uh, I, but then I started finding like, uh, what is it, like free classes on Groupon yeah. uh, for jiu-jitsu. So I actually took two other classes at two different schools uh, prior to to Redzevic and uh and I'll be honest I don't one I don't know that I don't remember the names yep, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. two I don't remember the classes like it was oh, just okay. like mm, okay maybe this is not for me yeah and then um a cousins of mine really got into jujitsu and so uh, my cousin uh Alan who you know who I know uh, absolutely yeah, he, shout out to yeah, Alan yeah yeah such a great guy might, yes he might have do a live call he said during this this podcast so we'll see <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but uh he was like he's gonna go try it out uh, at retzevic do a, a trial class a core yeah. class and uh uh in around that time i was trying to find something new um and went in and and uh i think we learned uh it was professor sid and we learned uh, how to get out of a headlock i think yes yeah yes and uh we were hooked yeah. i think we signed up that night okay and um and have been there ever since. Yeah. 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 So it's a, it, it's been a wonderful thing yeah. uh, to add to, to, to my life, I think. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like, um, in your perspective, what are the benefits mm-hmm. off the mat of doing Off the mat. Yes, yeah. Of doing jujitsu. That's great. Um, I think there are a ton of benefits, but the, the, the things that kind of pop on the top of my head is, um, 
one the workout thing you know you you're you're gonna get a really good workout yeah, yeah. uh that's uh and but also uh i think there's a sense of of just confidence walking out of there yeah. and, and feeling like you can take care of not only yourself but the people around you yeah um and not that I'm one to get into fights. You know, oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever got. You know, I maybe got into one fight in my life. But, uh, <laughs> but if I now now I, I'm not I'm not really you know that fearful of of trying to get in. Not that I'm trying to get into one, but of getting into one. Right. Yeah. 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 Which is a good thing. And yeah. then I think um, uh, just mentally as well. I think it's a nice exercise for your brain. There's not one time that I go in there. That I don't learn something new, you know. That's the beauty of it. It's like yeah. every time you walk in, you're going to learn something new. Yeah. And what a what a cool thing. That's it forever. Is. Yeah. You well, know? It's, it's um, great. Yeah. Uh, so those things, I think. That, how about you? Um, man, you know, uh, so many. It, it's one of those things. Um, like for me, even something as simple because I'm just like through this, through my job, I'm constantly on my phone. I'm one of those people. Mm. Constantly mm-hmm. plugged in, and it, I remember I, I can kind of remember because it was a couple years ago when it kind of keyed into me. I'm like, you know, you might go to like two two classes, right, or be on a mask for two three hours, and you're you're not near your phone at that point, right? You're not touching the phone, like where you know, like compared to people who never unplug because it's just all day they're in yeah. some position, you know, like yeah. things like that. Because even a lot of people when they're at the gym, you see people around the gym texted away, right? Yeah. They're on the they're on the stair step or they're texting. I'm like, what That's are you? True. You yeah. know, like something as simple as that. Uh, definitely the the feeling of um, of 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 just being relaxed, yep. like you know, not really. Like it, it was funny. It's funny because I I noticed this a lot. Actually, I just started taking public transportation again. Yeah, and I and I noticed this the other day actually, and I noticed other people's reactions versus mine. There was a guy, and I don't know exactly. Like he he okay. He, his his a. Uh, his behavior is erratic. I think he was trying to sell something, but I had my <laughs> headphones on, so I really wasn't catching whatever he was saying. And then it was like a moment where he like walked up to me and was like, and he kind of stuck this thing in my face. Yeah. And then it was like really sudden. And I just kind of looked up at him like, okay. <laughs> and then he bounced away and he came back and he like did it again. And I know like the people around me were like looking really nervous, like, oh, you know, he's messing with this guy, this guy might say something. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, as long as you don't touch me, you know, it's cool, yeah. you know. Like yeah. that relaxed feeling yes. of like, okay, this is not a big deal, you know. Yeah. Um, and I had a, it was last October, I had an issue um, where I saw a guy and a girl in a fight um, at a gas station. And I was like, uh, <sighs> I was like, Shouldn't intervene. Yeah. Not my bit. You know, but like, but he, he was beating her up. Like, it got to a point where he was mm. beating her up pretty bad. Like, like I was like, oh, oh no. Yeah. You know, like yeah. at first, it, when it was kind of like, it seemed like a mutual combat situation. I'm like, well, call the police. And then like, you know, he was getting the best of her. And I, I said something. I'm like, my man, like trying to just break it up. I'm like, my man, you can't be beating your girl up in the street. Yeah. And he was like, mind your fucking business. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my reaction <laughs> all right and i was like and i had a handful it was funny because actually the brown belt that i referred to earlier yeah uh no no yes me and her had gone to was that who i was yeah me and her had gone to the see the cso i'm mm-hmm. almost certain she was the person i was with 
So we'd actually just come from the symphony orchestra, right? Yeah, yeah. I, like, you know, and we, had, we went to go see Star Wars. That's what it was, I think it was. Like, you know, but it's like just real cool, laid back thing. But I got this handful of stuff. I got food because I had gone to get food. I'm walking to the LaSalle metro station. I see this. I say that. Major, you know, and I'm like, all right, cool. So I set my stuff down. And it was actually during the striking boot camp. And I remember, like, because Eduardo teaches that. Shout out to Eduardo. Mm -hmm. uh, amazing guy. Amazing uh, instructor. Amazing fighter himself. Um, and, I, and you know, it was funny because I was like, are you ready to get in a fist fight with somebody? And I was like, <laughs> well. And it was funny because Eduardo had said, like, the day before, he said, trust in your guard. So for Muay Thai, your guard is, like, your yeah. arm's here, right? Yeah. And he's like, the punches will just bounce off your guard. Trust yeah. your guard. And I was like, well. Trust your guard. <laughs> like, I walked up. And I was here. like, yo, okay. So I was like, you know, but then it, <laughs> it, it happened that the guy, like, because he was he was wailing on his girl so much, he had his back to me and was completely unaware. So I literally just, like, came up behind him, slipped a, like, rear naked choke on him, yeah. started squeezing, and, like, he was like, oh, we're good. He was like, oh, we're good. Oh. I was like, yo, you need to calm down. Yeah. And he was like, oh, we're good. And I was like, are we, you good? And, like... Yeah, and it didn't really escalate. And then my brain kicked in. Like, does he have a knife on him? Does he have a gun on him? Totally. Like, she yeah. might stab me. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, all the things that I hadn't thought about. Yeah. But I did stay very calm in the situation. Because mm -hmm. then she actually attacked him. She attacked him. And oh, now I was trying to protect him from her. <laughs> and my, and I at least had to state, like, the the the. the you know, because most people get super excited, you know. Yeah. And I stayed relatively calm. But I'm like, you know what? The police come right now. What they see is me holding this dude while she's trying to work him over. And we're both going to go to jail. And he's going to walk away. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But her friend calmed her down, got her separated from him. He was very mellow, much mellower than I would be with somebody choking me up. But yeah. was, I was like, look. you know. And then I checked him for weapons, you know. Um... And I, I let him go. I said, look, if you, you know, I'm saying if we, you come at me, I'm a, next to be unconscious. We yeah. just make it real simple for you. And he's like, no, we're good. We're good. And I let him go. I pushed him to create distance. You know, just like yeah. a fight, oh, create yes. that distance, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let's see how this goes. And he was, yeah, he was real mellow about it, no though. Way. And um, the situation pretty much ended there. There was some more words. Mm -hmm. um, and then actually another guy came over, like, what are you doing, my man? <laughs> Same thing, like, you can't just be beating your Like, everybody said the same thing. You can't just be beating up your girl on the street. Like, not, you can't beat her in private. But still, yeah, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, right. But the reaction was all, you can't be, this is not the right, you know? And so, um, yeah, but just staying calm in that situation um, was funny because I was actually wearing um, this hoodie that I'm wearing today. And uh, I usually don't wear this hoodie very often. Oh, the tap cancer out? Yep. Hoodie, yeah. My, my brand new tap. Because you remember September? It was yeah. it was right after. Yeah, hey. Mm. <laughs> so I ripped, oh, my, it ripped my damn oh, thumb hole. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Tore my, my damn hoodie. Um, so I usually don't wear it and I actually wore yeah. it today cause I was just, I just tuck it in and I'm just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, right, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So that actually happened a year ago. It was October wow. and I was just like, uh, but yeah, the benefit, you know, obviously the workout, um, just, uh, the, the patience, yes. you know, and the, the humbleness, yes, you know, absolutely. that comes with it. Yeah. Um, I think that, that situation right there is a good example of yeah. like, you know, what if we, I, it, it's so interesting to me to we're learning how to fight, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and when, opportun when opportunities like that pop up, your first instinct, maybe prior to jujitsu, was is probably, well, I'm gonna go fight that guy now. But you didn't, you know, you 
you you had patience, you were calm, yeah. you just controlled the situation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which and is, I was and I think yeah, part of that yeah. is knowing you don't have to get into exactly. it. Right? I'm yeah, not out here. Yeah. There goes Dion. Turn again. it right. Turn <laughs> it, try to be the rocky bowl. or right. Yeah, right. No, let's keep this short, <laughs> sweet, simple, low key. Yeah, and yeah, right. and it's it's interesting. And I also tell people often like who who tr- who's especially starting out, yeah, is like you don't realize um, cause everyone you're training with is usually equal skill or, or better mm-hmm. than you mm-hmm. and you're all getting better progressively, yep. ideally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when I was teaching, uh, uh all this, all my students knew I did jujitsu. Yeah. Um, and in Alaska, I actually had a jujitsu club Oh, awesome. and here I, I never could get that going. Um, and, but I remember, I'll never forget this kid, huge kid, like a big football kid. It was like, I don't think you're very tough, Mr. McGill. I said, I think you're right. And he was like, oh, I think I can take you down. I said, that's like crazy. <laughs> I was like, I said, look, I spent a lot of money so that you can't take me down, right? Yes, like, yes. But it was, you know, he, and he, was, he was a super nice kid. He was, you know, joking. But I said, hey, here's what we'll do. Because I was actually trying to get kids interested in jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. I was like, let's do a demonstration in your gym class. I went and talked to the gym teacher. She was like, sure. You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so we broke out some mats. And I uh, got, so I, because of the setting, yeah. Only the boys, um, but I lied. It was probably about twenty of them, maybe between five of them. Yeah, and I and so the girls were watching, um, and I said, "So fifty bucks to whoever can hold me down uh, for a minute. Let's do a minute. Let's do <laughs> just do, do a minute. Yeah, you know." Sure. So I said, "You can start in any position you want to start. My back has to stay on the floor the whole minute." And we'll we'll go there. Yeah. And they were like, okay. And so just oh, one kid fun. after, and I expected one kid was gonna. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gas out. <laughs> yeah. gonna, this right, big guy over there. Right, they're kids. And they're like all very sizes. Some of them are super scrappy. Let's do this. Went through all the kids awesome. with very little problem. You know. No. Way. And oh, even the big one. Yeah. Um. And so then I was like, okay. And so now I'm like, you know, you get confident. Yeah, you're I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. hundred bucks. <laughs> so, if you could escape me. Right. So now I'm amped up. So the kids, are, they, they're amped up there. You know, yeah. some yeah. kids are trying to kill me. <laughs> they're holding on to my head. I'm like, my head's going to pop. Oh, Jesus. This is like the worst headlock I've ever been. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This sounds so much fun to me. I won too many no, high school kids. But it yeah. was great. And I was like, and some of the kids were bigger than me for sure. Yeah. Uh, some of them were probably stronger than me. You know, definitely faster, younger. Yeah. And I was like, you know what though? With with cats who have minimal knowledge, this is easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it kinda it totally gave me a different perspective. Like, oh, this isn't like, you know, rolling with you or rolling with Alan or rolling with yeah. uh solo. You right, know, guys right. who are who know a lot who are good. Yeah. Uh, these are just Yo, yeah, it's true. <laughs> this it's this true. is this is what hoist felt like. <laughs> now I know what hoist yeah. felt like back in the day. It's like it's oh, working, it's, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they might get some punches in, but this is relatively easy. Let's yes, do this exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and That's so awesome feeling though. It's one of those things, you know. And it, yeah, the, you know, and it, it definitely uh, helps check your ego. That's yes. one thing I've noticed for me, you know. Um, because when I came back from Afghanistan, I was very, I, I use this word excitable, but I had a very short, short temper, mm-hmm. um, after my deployment. And, um, yeah, jujitsu really helped. Yeah. Cause yeah, cause you're not, you're not the toughest guy, yeah. you know, you're, and I don't need to prove that I am. Yeah. You know, uh, if I want to prove that I'm tough or I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm a tough guy. I want to be tough. Yeah. Go find Jim. 
Fowler. Right? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Jim, yeah. let's go. Uh, and after, <laughs> right, now, now Professor yeah. Jim. And after about three minutes again of that thrashing, oh, like, I guess I'm not that tough. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. And I think that's and, what you see a lot. It's and yeah. like uh, people walking in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, badass. Yeah. And then, you know, spend a couple weeks there and they, they are humble. Right. You know, no, like, you're well. not, bro. <laughs> Didn't yeah. know how to and, play. And, I've see, uh, yeah, and I'm sure you see, like, I've seen some guys come in who are great at different things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, especially wrestlers. Yeah. Get some wrestlers coming in, you're like, Jesus, you know? But, yeah. How'd you know that already? <laughs> right, right. But, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, you can always tell it's, it's about to get interesting because you see these guys who are, who are really, like, if they wrestled a lot or they're young, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see a Drees like, oh, let's roll. Okay, bro. You rather you to play yourself. No, but it's great, right? They they get that lesson. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, yeah, Yeah, it doesn't really work on him, does it? Yeah, and it's it's great. It's great. It has a addictive quality to it. It does. Doesn't it? It does. I don't train enough. Yeah. um, Now, um, which is funny. Cause I live way closer to a school than I used to. I used to train way more when I lived further. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if there's something to that, but now <laughs> like, I live super close. Yeah. Because uh, the downtown school is walking distance from here. Yeah. Though, so, yeah. And I just, it's so much You go work. there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's where awesome. I go almost exclusively now. Oh, okay. Um, But it's just hard to get there. Yeah. You know, yeah. like trying to get there two days a week is like a yeah. struggle. Yeah. And it's like, I live so close. I know. <laughs> like relatively. Because I, I used yeah. to, even when, when I first started at Redzevix, I lived at uh, 127th at Pulaski. Okay. So I drove. Far away. Yeah. yeah. All the oh, way. You were right? pretty far. Hour, yeah, yeah. Almost, hour, almost two hours around trip. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. You know, or Sunday or after work, whatever. It was almost two hours around trip almost all the time. And I would some days train four days a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was yeah. never stopped me from training. Um, and now, like... I walk. I literally have to pass to that school to get here. No way. And I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, I teach at the Palm. Oh, do you? Yeah. When oh, so we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right across the it's street. It's right there. Um, but uh, I'm taking a little break right now, but I start back up teaching again in January. So oh, good. We'll sure. see. We'll see. Maybe yeah, I'll see so, you there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah it's great. I, was, I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of going there initially. Um I think part of it's just because I've been going to Lincoln Square so long. Yeah. The only school I've ever gone to. Yeah. Um, for the most part. And you get you know, you get into your groove mm-hmm. and knowing everybody mm-hmm. and then going to a place where you know nobody. Yeah. Um yeah. but you know, uh, one thing I love about Redzevic as an organization is you don't have a lot of um you you, you don't get a lot of craziness. You don't get a lot of crazy people. Exactly. You know, not and, and yeah. like when I say crazy people, you don't get like the egos. You yes. don't get the guys who coming in like they're the world championship trying to kill everybody. Exactly. You don't get that. Yeah. Um, those guys don't. And I've seen characters like that come through. They don't mm-hmm. last long. Yeah. Um, yes. One of the, the first time I think I've ever seen Professor Adam Mad was <laughs> it was at a class. This guy like had like a tizzy and was saying like, and I think. I think what was really happening was he was like, people don't want to train. I'm like, because you, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I think he just wasn't a good training partner. Yeah. And I think so because of that. Because, um, you know, sometimes you're just like, look, I ain't about to. Yeah, I'm not going 150%. Right, there's no right point because either one of us is going to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I like my weekend. And I think yeah. that's what it was. And then, like, you see him train with guys who, like, I, who handled him very easily. He was, yeah. I think he might have been a white belt. Like, he wasn't, like, an yeah. advanced, you yeah. know, out of, yeah, I think he was a white belt. wasn't an advanced belt by any means. And mm-hmm. he, like, threw this, like, tizzy in class. Mm-hmm. And Adam was, like, looking at him like... <laughs> I was like, oh, I've seen that. I've seen that look on men's faces before. <laughs> it never, never ends well. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is the best part about Rats of Victoria. You know, it's definitely the people. The people, yeah, yes. Yeah, the people. Family environment. Yeah, you can. I mean, now like we didn't have a kids program when I started. Oh, oh so oh, you know now yeah. this huge kids program. That's great. Yeah. Um, you know, and I always tell people like it's a place where you could take your wife. Yeah. And you're comfortable with her being there. Absolutely. You know, and not every place is like that. You yeah. know, everyone has their own culture. Yeah. Um. And I've not even been to a lot of. I've been to more jujitsu schools other places outside mm-hmm. of Chicago than in Chicago. Like yeah. I've never been to New Breed. I, mean, I know that's a huge school. Yeah, Bonsai. Yeah. Never been there. Um, yeah, I have a bunch of friends there, but I have yet to. Right. To, never to, been to, to Carlson. Yeah. So I've never been to like the other bigger schools. But I just you know like I. I mean obviously I'm very comfortable with with that Redzevic. You know. Yeah, I've visited schools, especially I visited. Um, uh, no, not to. Uh, up near Evanston, uh, Team Sloth, uh, um, Seraphin. Oh, I've been up there for open yeah. mats. Uh, beautiful. Everyone up there was super nice. Very, you know, very similar. Um, yeah. It was funny actually. I was skipping out on open mat in Lincoln Square, mm-hmm. and I was like feeling bad about it. But <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, I gotta go at Seraphin. Everybody talks about the Seraphin open mat. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I get up there and Adam's already training. Oh, he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. He's already like he looks at me and waves like he's covered in sweat. I'm like, oh, uh, this is how it goes down. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and it's and very similar uh, atmosphere, very similar That's culture. Great. Yeah, good vibes. So, yes, good yeah, I dig that. I think that was the initial thing. It's like I didn't feel uh, intimidated. You know, mm-hmm. there's, I think there's this like natural quality of like these places feeling intimidating. But when you walk in here, it's just like yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. And that was uh, definitely the, one of the main reasons we, we signed up and have been there ever since. Yeah. 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 I really enjoyed like I, I got a chance to go to the schools in Alaska. Um, I went to... <sighs> The biggest one is uh, Anchorage BJJ, but there's a Gracie Baja up there. Mm-hmm. So at the time, we were still Gracie Baja here in Chicago. So that was like a natural tra- transition. I'm here from Chicago. I live out in the middle of nowhere, you know, yeah. but Gracie Baja, blah, blah. And I remember like going to uh, open mat there. And like after the first row, I was like, oh, <laughs> Oh, prison rule. (laughs) Killer be killer. Oh, I I remember like literally going into my second role already pulling my lapel out. Okay, okay. Like a baseball bat. Okay, I see how this is going. You guys, yeah, it was a totally different. Everyone was super nice. Yeah. Much more aggressive. Yeah. Um, All the schools I went to, very aggressive um, style. Yeah. Just call it style, right? Sure. and it, it was different. And it was just like, it yeah. took some getting used to, right? Yeah. Like, oh, but, it, you know, also, I like, I found a lot of the guys up there were fighters. Like, yeah. Were, well, cause they had a huge, which actually, if you have UFC Fight Pass, mm-hmm. uh, AFC, the Anchorage Fighting Championships, is one of their, yeah, <laughs> it's really? huge. Oh, yeah. Damn. Fighting up in Alaska, is a, and they have good fighters, you know? Yeah. But because of that, everybody <laughs> was, like, cutting weight, or everyone was getting ready, and I was just like... <laughs> 
It's just a like it's just a weird number of my like guys who are all getting ready to do an MMA. These guys are staring at me. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, okay, you know, but different. But everyone was super nice. Yeah, you know, as soon as you die, it was yeah. But it was it was a it's a different style, different 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 mentality. It's just uh, I remember going to Gracie Baja in in Ontario, and uh, the professor no a coach there. He was a brown belt at the time. Um, had been on the Ultimate Fighter, which was he was super nice. Um, had a great conversation with him because he was like, "Yeah, I don't fight anymore." Mm-hmm. I was like, "What was you know? Uh, can I ask you know just kind of like you know, hey, yeah. what was that like?" Because he had gone down to Jackson's yeah. in Albuquerque, and he actually said he said, "You know, I got down there." He goes, and I, I trained, and I watched uh, John Jones, who at the time was, like, very beginning of his career. But he had said, he said, I watched Jones. He named a couple other people. I think, like, Cerrone. He's like, I watched those guys, and I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> he said, I don't want this. this. Like, yeah. they want this. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want this, why should I even do it? Yeah. And he said, I was down there for a few months, and I just came back. He said, I just want to teach. I just want to. And he, you know, he Straight. was on the Ultimate Fighter and done, I don't know, I guess he did well. Uh, but yeah, he said. I remember. I'll never forget that. He yeah. said, "I watched those guys." And I was like, "I don't want this." Like, yeah. they yeah. want it, you yeah. know. And so I'm like, oh, "That's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> That's a thing. Absolutely." But they had like a very wrestling style because he had been a wrestler. Oh wow! So like the whole every student like with double legs, single legs oh, everywhere, geez. and I was like, "Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is a little different." <laughs> but you know, like, and, you know, it's great to go to different places. Yeah, and it's see fun them. to experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's but, great. Um, very cool. Yeah, I go maybe one one day a week now. Mm-hmm. I think I just have have, have calmed down a little bit. Yeah. One partly because of an injury, but also yeah. wanted to balance things out too. Yes. You know, I think it's easy to really just be one of those people yeah. who are just like I want to train every day. It's, it's a, just it's has a time happen. investment. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But it takes but, away uh, from other things. Exactly. So yeah. now I'm trying to balance things out. Like, Has your does your wife train? She does not train. She does not. I don't think I could get her. I've been trying to convince her <laughs> since day one. Uh, she will not. But uh, I, I tend to show her some things at home. So, yeah. uh, but no, that, she's I never even taken a class. No, no, I can't get her to do it. Yeah, it's well, the whole like sweaty yes. atmosphere. Well, there's you know? the, the the friends and family kind of. I know. Up. Yeah. Yeah. When what day? Uh, November second, I believe. Cool. If that's a Saturday, I'm yeah. Because actually, I have a coworker, uh, colleague here on this floor, um, and she had some um, medical issues and couldn't work out. So we were actually having this conversation. And she's like, "I'm looking to, you know, get back into yeah. working out, doing something." Like, you should, and I always tell people, like, people are like, oh, "I'm thinking of working out." You do jujitsu. Oh, I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> It'll fix all your problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so she's she was interested. And I've had some other colleagues here who are like, "Oh yeah, what's the jujitsu stuff?" So whenever there's like a friends and family class, I gotta yeah. like email everybody like, yeah. "If you're interested." Check it out. Right? It's yeah. not too crazy. Won't do too crazy. Basic self defense stuff. You get a feel yeah. for everything, and then, you know. I think it, those those free classes. What if you? I only went to the first day of class, right? I just yeah. learned how to get out of a headlock. But then at the end of class, I'm like, well, you know, jujitsu is not for me. I'm just gonna move on. Yeah. But at least I have this one tiny skill that I learned within yeah. like 20 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes. That's yeah. a, it's like a. It's a freebie. It's always, it. it's great. It's perfect, <laughs> yeah. you know? And if that's, yeah, if it's not your thing, yeah. it's not your thing. And it's funny, actually. Um, I have a, so she's actually on the same staff as me, a, a young lady. Uh, she used to do karate. 
Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I was like, oh, did you compete? She's like, yeah, I competed a lot when I was in like my teens, early 20s. And I said, yeah, I've got a training partner who uh, who's a big karate dude. He owns a bunch of schools. Uh, real nice guy, John. And she goes, John Fonseca? I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, I know John. <laughs> like, yeah. She goes, oh, everybody knows John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. No and I was way. like, because you, you, I mean, yeah. you know John, yeah, right? yeah. The most humble person in the world, That's you know. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, but I saw him kick a bag once, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> screw that!" Yeah. And yeah. she said, "Yeah." She was like, "Yeah, him." She goes, "His wife." Oh, there she was like, "They're amazing people." She goes, "I competed against his wife once." I was like, "Oh, real?" She's like, "Yeah, she ate me alive. <laughs> <laughs> ate me alive." Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they're super good, super good, yeah. super cool people. And I was like, cool. "Yeah." Are you yeah. competing anytime? Oh, I have probably not. Yeah, no. yeah, me neither. Um. You know, I want to compete again. I feel like I've never quite found the the the, the spot to compete at my best. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've always felt more mental than anything. Yeah. Um, and I so I competed at, at Tap Out Cancer last year. Yeah. Um, I just haven't been training enough this year to think about it. But I think I just need to get it in my mind to to do. Um, so I yeah. think I might. Uh, Maybe next year. Try to, cause my sister died of cancer three years mm-hmm. ago. So I really like that. That to me is like a perfect, uh, just perfect occasion. Yep. You know, it's Absolutely. not it's not yep. crazy, right? Yep. It's not yeah. people ripping off each other's exactly. legs. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think is that's there always, for a good cause. Yes. Yep. I think that's always yeah. been an issue for me is like I'm not willing, I'm not trying to I'm not breaking some dudes. Yeah. Arm. You know, I just yeah. don't have that yeah. desire. I know some guys yeah. want to compete and you know. Mm-hmm. Eh, and I'll never forget, I was actually at, um, oh, it was a competition. But this guy is on the mat, gets caught in a, in a heel hook. Like, yeah. it's obvious. And I remember saying, I'm like, yo, you should tap. Yeah. And he, like, like, I'm looking at the guy next to me who's a friend of his. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, he should tap. You know, and he's like, oh, I'm like, he. And then I'm looking again, I'm like, he should tap. And then I even said to him, like, you should tap. Like, I don't mean to be a dick. You should just. Yeah. <laughs> but I see where this is going. About three seconds later. Bow! It was like a shotgun blast. And I'm like, oh no. Should have tapped. Yeah. Because yeah. it, this is not Worlds. It's not Pans. Yeah. He's got to yeah. go to work on you got Monday. Work next week. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my league got blown out at like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was, it was grappling games. It was, it was oh, grappling, it was grappling yeah. games. Yeah. I didn't get no money. I didn't get shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not worth it. And then on the flip side, I don't think I could be that guy who's like, well, oh well. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Some I'm guys just have it in them, right? Yeah, no, that's not me. And either. so that, that's, I, that's and that's an issue. So I think more for me. Although I've been out to, I don't know if you ever been out to Masters. Oh no, I have. Oh my god, yeah, that's the best fun ever. And like, yeah. I don't know if I could compete out there, but yeah. I would like to go and do just, like the seminars or something. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, awesome. So Veronica uh, Brown Belt, uh, she she can be that master. She got yeah. gold. She's gotten gold. Um, she's gotten silver, um, really good, awesome. really aggressive, yeah. uh, aggressive, uh, good game. Uh, she's a guard puller, which I always make fun of her, but she's, <laughs> she's a great competitor, really cool chick. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And I actually went out there with her. Um, but yeah, that would be like maybe an experience, yeah, but same cool. thing. Like I, I gotta try that out. Some of them yeah. cats out there will, they'll take the head, the leg and all. They, they, Dang. she was going to actually, when I went out there and she got silver, like the girl she was going against was from Brazil. Yeah. And I was like, Oh God, like, yeah. <laughs> like she was doing well, but I'm like, mm, that girl's yeah. going to take whatever she can get and it's about yeah. to get ugly. Yeah. And she did. I think the girl choked her like a lot, you know, yeah. hell or something, but it, I was like, Oh, oh, tap. Yeah. It's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. But I think. 
Don't right. black out. <laughs> you never know what happens. These things that are like uh, that I consider, you know, just fun hobbies yes. uh, in, as a part of my life. I can't. It once I take it too serious, it yes. becomes not fun anymore. Yes. That's what I worry about. You know, I, I did compete at the tap cancer up, but I, that's probably oh, going to be my last one. How was it? How was <laughs> oh, it? it was fun. I was. Yeah. Uh, it, I did not do well, but it was a great experience. A great experience. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. Um, but I, I knew then I'm like, I got, I could already feel myself being too competitive with yes. myself. Yes. Um, it's like this is not making it fun anymore. So I'm like, this is just what it is. Yeah. You know, um, something that I love to do and learn, you know, when I can. Right. Um, I'm not looking to be world champion. No, no, no. I got a lot of other stuff. I have my little dream of being in like fight to win. Sure. You know, like yeah, anime. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, being up there on the poster. <laughs> oh, Whatever, shit. dude. Yeah, that would be the best. Them cats, them cats are fighting for money. Yeah. That's a whole nother level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. I'm good. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, um, leave that to PJ. Yeah. Right? yeah right. <laughs> to the pros. Yeah, exactly. I'm good. Exactly. Um, Shout out to PJ. Yeah. He's a black belt professor at Team Resovic. Um, an amazing competitor. Really yeah. great guy. Monster. Yes, I remember when he came in to Team Resurrect. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Around the same time as me. Maybe a yeah. little after me. Um, yeah. Damn. Him, awesome. Antonio. Oh, I think me and Joyce yeah. started about the same time. It must be so cool to like uh, be a part of the Resurrect of it for so long. Yeah. You know, and get to see the history see those dudes. Yeah. Yeah. and And it's true what they say. Um, you see so many people come, but you see a lot of people yeah. go. Yeah. You know, guys, you know, you know, they just disappear one day, you don't see them again, or, yeah. you know, yeah. life changes. They move, a lot of guys move. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It is interesting, but... So... Cool. Um, what else we got, Dion? Yeah, what else we got no, here? No, yeah, yeah. Good, uh, <laughs> you did see your office is getting quite hey, dark now. Oh, always does, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. here often at night, right? They oh, shut okay, off the good, good. I feel um, bad. No, that's let's cool. Let's do this, yeah. Um, so you are married. I am married. Okay. Yes. So how long have you been married? I've been married uh, for four years now, so you know, not too long, but you know, okay. long enough to. So marriage, <laughs> yes, is a, is a topic that I am I am interested in um, at this point because I feel like I, I like I don't think I'm a dirtbag, but no, I feel like <laughs> I'm at this I feel like I'm at this point where I'm like ready to. Uh, make the right moves. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I feel like in my personal uh, dating life, I, 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 not that I was intense, intentionally making wrong moves, but you know, I was playing it fast and loose. Sure. You know? Yeah. <laughs> now, just having like, fun. Dion right, having fun. Having fun. Yeah, look at and now I'm trying to make the right moves. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, and I was trying to think one, two, three, four. So, an uh, episode five of the podcast, um, my friend, uh, I, I interviewed Bina David, who's this uh, classical vocalist here in the city. Amazing. Um, and she's married to one of the most delightful people I've ever met. She's married to this uh, amazing gentleman named Tilo. And so, like, and whenever I see that, I went to their wedding, one of the few weddings I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I see them, I'm just like, oh, there's a... And they're nothing alike, per se, personality-wise. Yeah. And I'm always just like, oh, they're so cute. They're so so um, I, we talked uh, kind of at, I think that was the longest part of our conversation for sure at length about marriage, right? Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. uh, uh, what she's learned through that process and secrets or tips or anything to a, a good marriage, uh, to have, you know, having a good marriage per yeah. se. Yeah. Um, 
before that though, I'm interested. How did you how did you and your wife meet? If you're yeah. if you're sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um so my wife Anne and I met we actually have known each other for quite a long time. Uh her cousin was uh my best friend growing up. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, since second grade. So oh, and I would go to his name's Henry. I'll go to Henry's house maybe every day after school. Uh and every now and then I would see young Anne uh there because um yeah. Uh, yeah, she's uh, maybe five, five years younger than I am. So okay. if you could imagine just a, a 12-year-old and, and seeing little Anne, it's like, that's that's not what you're thinking then. Yes. You know, it's just, yeah, absolutely. So we've known each other for a while. I never really spoke to each other then. Oh, okay. Uh, but then, you know, time passes. Um, here comes post-college Francis uh, setting up a soccer league. And I don't play soccer, by the way. I okay. was just really into it one summer, and it was like, Asked a group of my friends, do you want to start this league? Yeah. Awful, awful team. We won one game, I think, and we went to the bar and played We Are the Champions from that one one win. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's all you need. And then, um, but one game we needed uh, more females on the team, yeah. and um, my cousin, or not my cousin, my best friend Henry brought his cousin along, and then so we got reacquainted, and then uh, we, we sparked, and uh, yeah, been together ever since oh, yeah excellent. yeah uh and that's i want to say that's when i was this was uh 11 years ago oh wow yeah, yeah. oh so long okay yeah, so a long time years ago. yeah wow yeah. I, I think that's right she'll rip on me when it's not but uh yeah it's around that they always will right <laughs> i'm okay and, with it and we'll yeah. never remember <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll never this remember is, uh, 36 years ago <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah yeah. Oh, so that's how cool. we met. We met, and then we moved. As I mentioned previously, we moved to uh, prior to getting married to San Francisco. Um, we wanted to step out of our comfort zones, move to somewhere where we're not comfortable. And if we if we didn't kill each other, then we would probably get married. And that's what happened. So yeah. true. That's the great <laughs> way to do are. it. Yeah. That or Alaska. Go yeah. Alaska. <laughs> right. Sit in the cabin for a while. See how that works yeah. out. Yeah. Only yeah. one yeah, of you walks true. out. That's well, true. didn't yeah. work. <laughs> So, in in your opinion, what are the the keys to a strong marriage? Oh man, putting me on that spot. I like that. Uh, I know that's a broad uh, the right. Keys I, to a good marriage. Yes, from your perspective. Yeah, right? from my what, perspective. What works for you? Um, or what um, have you found doesn't work even? Yeah, for that matter. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, I think you're gonna hear this is. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I do think communication in and honesty are truly. Um, what makes a really good marriage? You know, you're. It's. I'm not saying that marriage is easy, or nor nor I think is it hard. It's just being able to communicate with your partner and being being able to trust them. And then once you have that down, I think that uh, then it becomes just like second nature. You know, um, um, being able to. I think prior to getting married, I was quite a. Um, I don't want to call it selfish. I was just in my own world, yeah. you know, like uh, I'm a graphic designer. I, w- w- I wanted to be the best designer, one of the best designers, whatever. My career was my number one thing. Yes. But then meeting Anne and then eventually getting serious and now being married to her, that, you know, being that, not to say that I, I don't care about my career or my my aspirations anymore, but uh, things have taken a back seat, and I, I care about taking a, taking care of us and her more than more than you know 
being the world's best designer or something, Absolutely. you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's that, that, that way of thinking or viewing life and, and, uh, a, a relationship is, um, what makes our relationship at least strong. Oh, yeah. that's excellent. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. No, yeah. hey, that's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I, I need all the tips I can get. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so what, what is, uh, what is this, um, kind of like turn in your life that you think you want to, uh, Get serious? Is this this is where you're, go, you're going? <laughs> I mean, you know, I think so. I, I know that like it seems so like even sounds strange, right? But I I think so. Um, I, I it's it's funny. So and I actually had this conversation with someone the other day. Prior to 25, if you mentioned the word marriage to me, I would have laughed and you know like whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and it was funny because I worked in I worked with spouses in the military, and spouses in the military can it's one of those things that like i found from my perspective only from mine that marriages in the military were either super great mm. or super awful like there was very little middle ground right um just due to the nature of you know you're not seeing your spouse for long periods of time the stress the ptsd all you know the mental the trauma all these things that are unaddressed and you have one person who maybe is going through everything, one person who isn't going, who's mm-hmm. who's a bystander trying to figure this out. And I saw so much of that. And um, and I worked in the mail room for part of my deployment. This was in Germany. Mm-hmm. So I worked with the spouses. And it was, it was strange because a mailman and a bartender are, are very similar in their function, right? You're like a counselor. So you'll come and say, so, you know, oh, hey, nice to see you. Here's your mail. I had no idea that that was the segue to a 20-minute conversation about how you and your husband are not communicating. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Here we keep, go. Keep it up. Keep working hard. Yeah. And, it was, and it was totally like that. It was like, you know, just day after day where I kind of was like, Okay, I'm not giving advice because I don't. I'm not giving you know. I'm not giving yeah. you marriage advice. Yeah. But then I start asking probing questions like, "What do you feel like the you know yeah. the problem is yes. fundamentally?" And a lot of it was communication and trust. I don't trust him. Yeah. He doesn't trust me. We're not communicating. I heard so much of that, and I'm like, communication and trust. Those I can, two things that I said. Right, I, like, I can weird. do that. Like it, it's yeah. it was like that. I remember thinking one day like. Communication and trust. I can communicate pretty well. <laughs> I'm like, and you know, if you you have to have trust, so I trust you, trust me until you, that's broken. I'm like, if that's all you need to have a good marriage. I can swing that. That's yeah, that was like my thought, yeah, you know. But, yeah. And that kind of changed my perspective because up to then, like, I, I didn't even think about having anything of a serious relationship. Sure. Interesting was that was also the same period that I met the mother of my daughter. Oh, I see. But, so yeah. you can even see yeah. how that maybe yeah. you know fits in there, you know, because we never had a relationship. So going on, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and now like I recently, um, I don't know. I just recently like yeah, I, I live alone mm-hmm. like for the first time for a long time, mm-hmm. and it's lonely. Yeah. You know, I think it's yeah. kind of like things like that. And then I was actually downstairs one day, and. Um, me and some coworkers were coming into the building and there was this gentleman leaving the building, older gentleman, a lot of older residents in this building. Um, And he fell. And um, unbeknownst to me, 
part of the like uh, the, the the building, like the staff here, they're not supposed to touch residents. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the situation where like you could see like the staff member who was near us was like, oh, what do I do? And yeah. and I was like, oh, sir. So I start helping him up, and he, you know, and and he's like, oh, you know, and he was he was he was okay, scratching himself, whatever. And so we, me and another gentleman, helped him out to a, his uh, Uber, which is where he was headed, and he was like, I'm fine, you know, I just lost my balance, okay, you know, I'm sorry. And then I came back in, and one of my colleagues just said, "She goes, you know, that's, she goes, that's, that's depressing. No, it's sad. She goes, when you, you know, she goes, it's, hopefully, you know, when I get to that age, I have somebody there with mm-hmm. me." And I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> "I won't." <laughs> I was like, oh God! I was kind of like, "Oh, oh!" And then you know, it's one of those things that you know, very offhanded comment like stuck in my mind. Yeah. And I was like, you know, let me take some time to examine. Myself, yeah. you know, and, and my choices and, and such. And so I'm trying to, uh, and I think some of the, some of like being single up to this point, a big part of that has been me. Yeah. And so like you were saying, like being a little uh, f- more focused on myself. Yeah. Um, I, you know, and like, it's funny because a lot of my friends come to me, which I, I, I now try to discourage because I, I have a firm belief, a firm, a firm rule now. I'm not taking relationship advice from single people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. but like, though, you know, you know, I think people like to confide in, in people they trust, you know. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, uh, you know, I'm like, well, let me take time to to look at me and mm-hmm. examine and such and try to figure out making uh, best decisions and such. So I recently became involved with a young lady that I really like, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to, like, not make typical mistakes. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like... Typical deal. Uh, not trying to... <laughs> Because it's like, I tell people, like, I like to play it fast and loose. Yeah. I'm not playing it fast and loose. <laughs> yeah. no. Stop saying that, Dion. Yeah, no, we're trying to crank it down, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, and I, I you know, just in, in the realm of dating, even if it's not with a particular person, just trying to make better decisions, be, be a better person. If yeah. I haven't been the best version of me, I can be and such and go on from there. Because, yeah, yeah it's like... Oh, you know, because I do so much, especially I do a lot of stuff, and then yeah. I'm usually doing it alone. Yeah. You know, and after a while, I'm like, I think that's uh, a part of it. Too. Just depressing, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. Exactly. And so I think, yeah. So it's definitely, and especially like with my friend Bina, because seeing her with her spouse, they're just so great together, and I see that joy they get from each other. Um, and I'm sure it's not perfect all the time, you yeah. know. And she'll readily say that, but like, yeah, having yeah. that. Would be cool, yeah. You know, so I, I, I think that's the, the the plus side or one of the plus sides is being able to, um, you know, you do a lot, you know, yeah. and, and for you to accomplish a lot of things and being able to to experience it with somebody with someone. I think that's that's even better. And getting to watch them experience their accomplishments, yes, and then those accomplishments that you work on together, it's just uh, gives a lot more meaning to yeah. life. I think so. Yeah. Um, my my uh, my wife's a teacher. Is she? Shout out to CTU. Oh yeah. Also, oh, she's happens. a CTU. Oh uh, yeah. So shout we'll out see. to. We'll see what happens to her tonight. and to them. Yeah. yeah. I was on the line, the picket line in 2012. I I and, you know I listened to your last podcast. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, it was shorter than this one for sure. Yeah. Um and yeah, every day I try to post something or I message a friend and just say you know I know this got to be tough. You know, just try to uh, stay strong. Yeah. Because uh, ultimately, 
uh, the things you're asking for, the things the city needs. Absolutely. You know, I, I think um, one of the things that really disheartens me about the, the teacher strike overall is how people don't see the connection um, between the schools and any other issue we see in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, the connection um, to the schools and violence, to the schools. And, you know, there's, it's just the schools are the central piece. If our schools are the strongest they can be, the city will, as a whole, be strong. You know what I'm saying? And we'll see, um, you know, and it's just one of those things I just don't, especially for the things they're asking for right now with the social workers and nurses and, you know, those things that... It's nothing out of line. Because I'm sure your wife um, could attest to, like, you, you know, in a given situation... Uh, depending where you're at, but still, you can see students with so many varying levels of trauma and a lot of them in a small, <laughs> in a small area. And you're just like, okay, you know, um, yeah, you true. know, and it's one of those things I, uh, um, I, I'll never forget, um, working for the ICHV. So now even as a, a CPS or CTU member, CPS employee, but working with a school that had a student shot and killed, and the school called uh, CPS Central Office to have their uh, uh, crisis response team mm-hmm. come to the school. And learning that the crisis response team was a staff of four. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I just remember being like, huh? Yeah. How many people? And they were like, four. They have a staff of four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, for this, for this, this area? Like, mm-hmm out for the city and and it was the first time and i've been to schools where students have been killed it was the first time i'd ever seen the school request or reach out to get the crisis response team so it was one of those things that like even sometimes when shootings occur or you know uh fatalities occur dealing with cps students it was the first time i'd ever been aware of their presence Mm -hmm. and then learning that it was such a small staff i'm like man i probably should Reality yeah. is, unfortunately, I should be a staff of probably 50 to 100, you know yeah. what I'm saying, in reality. Um, and just those types of things. You yeah. know, we, we need those resources. Um, so, yeah. I so, it's, it's tough. I hope they can. I know they had their delegates meeting today, and I don't know what that entailed. Yeah. But I hope they we can. We'll find out. We'll find out soon yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. I hope they can get. Um, I know they, they say at the sticking point. Is it's planning time, and I hope they can figure that out. Yeah. And, uh, hope they get the other things, and I hope they can get back in in the classroom because obviously you want the kids in the classroom. Absolutely. But Absolutely. The kids being in there without the things they need is to me is just is pretty useless anyway. Yeah. You know. So yeah. and I it it really just saddens me. So many few people can see that grand picture that you have them in classes, you have them in the schools, but they don't have the things they need. Yeah. Yo, that's really not any much better. (laughs) The reality is that's not much better. It could be more harmful in reality. It could be far more harmful. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. So, please give her a shout out for me. Give her a hug. Actually, oh, yeah. See, I'm rocking. I'm rocking it today. I got my Chicago Teachers Union hat that I purchased in 2000. No, 2012. Yes. That's my, when I first, first teaching gig in the city. Gotta get me some red. Yep, got my 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 cigar oh, over there. there. Right, we're yeah, rocking. There we're rocking. Wearing the red wherever we go. <laughs> Supporting. Well, that's uh, that's awesome. That's yes. Awesome. 
All right, brother. Was there? Oh, so uh, I don't have anything else, but please tell everyone how they can get in contact with Reppin. Sure. And and, and let's just let's, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, Dion. It's oh. been a pleasure. Uh, for folks who are interested in Reppin pins, you could follow us on Instagram at Reppin pins or the website reppinpins.com. And I am Francis Almeida at Francis Almeida. If you just want to see my personal life, a lot of pizzas on there. Um, but other than that, thanks, Dion. It's been yes. an honor. Thank and I you. will put all that stuff in the episode notes. Um, and we'll have links uh, to that. We'll probably have links to the Team Redzevic as well, since we talked about them um, at length. Uh, we'll have links to the artists from the Philippine X mm-hmm. um, event. So if you want to look into that, you can. So I'll make sure I put all that in there for everybody. Um, this episode, uh, so today is actually October 29th. This won't post until November 5th, but uh, I, I don't think too much time will pass. Hopefully by then we'll know what the conclusion of the CTU strike has been and, and such. But other than that, I think this would be good for, for that. And so we'll be we'll be good to go. Right so on. if you have anything else you, you want to... Nope. Yeah, nope. yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for, no. for following us. Thank you <laughs> for, for, for being on. I'm so glad you were here. I'm looking at the website just right this moment. I'm like, oh, I want that bid and that bid yeah. and that bid. Yeah. So, yes, go on there, check it out, pick up a pen, support local business, um, support small business. Um, and Francis is one of the nicest people um, I know, one of the most pleasant people I've had the, the pleasure to meet uh, through jujitsu and just in general. Uh, so please support him um, and we'll be he'll be a friend of the pod for as long as he wants to be. And so hopefully uh, down the road, we'll talk more. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, All right, Dan. brother. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And that is it. Have a good day, everybody. And I'll see you next time. All right. And that was my interview with Francis Almeida, founder of Reppin' Pins, all around great guy. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to Francis for being our guest, uh, being so open, being so honest, forthcoming, and for sitting with, for taking time out of his day. He's a busy person, you know, so I really appreciate it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Also, one second. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. I'm certain you can, because I can hear it in my headphones, that knocking sound. So this podcast is recorded in my apartment in Woodlawn, uh, Chicago, Woodlawn neighborhood. And my apartment, which I love, has old fashioned radiator heating and it's it's kicking in suddenly for the first time like this season. <laughs> and it makes this like hardcore knocking noise. So please excuse it. Please excuse me. And you know, but it's, it's inevitable and it's like, there's no rhyme or reason to when it actually starts. And so I'm looking at the temperature actually it's 33 degrees outside. And I can only imagine that's the only thing that kicks it off maybe. So it is what it is. I apologize for it. One day I'll have a great grand studio with no radiator heating, like the old fashioned Chicago radiator heating. But until then it is what it is. Um, also, uh, Thank you to Reppin' Pins for the exclusive Off the Beaten Pass offer code. So like I told you before, go to www.reppinpins, that's R-E-P-P-I-N-P-I-N-S dot com, Reppin' Pins, and use the code OTBP20 at checkout, and you'll save 20% on your entire order. 
real talk, look, look, I don't know how long that code's going to be valid too, right? I was so excited when Francis gave it to me, I forgot to ask. So by now, I get paid on like the first and 15th, right? I, my, my, my pay is just like, like the government. So um, next paycheck, I'm there. I'm going to use the code. I'm going to get my pins. You know, if you miss out because you're being lazy or you're being lame, I'm sorry. But 20%, that's a great deal. So go take advantage, especially if you're ordering for the first time, you get 20% off, go buy one pin, see how you like it. They're great quality. I, I can tell you firsthand. Also, I think as we mentioned in the interview, a couple years back, Reppin' Pins made custom pins for me. Uh, they are like a broken gun pin. I'll be sure to, to include a picture on the Instagram within the next couple of days. So, you know, if you, if you don't follow the Instagram, please do so. Um, and I'll make sure I put it on there, but they are great quality. Um, and what I think I'm actually going to do now, especially that Reppin' Pins is a friend of the pod. I think once we start our Patreon, which is something we're, we're working on, I'm going to include uh, those pins. I'm going to integrate those into the Patreon as a benefit to those of you who will support um, Off the Beaten Podcast. So also Reppin' Pins, please go support them. Check them out on Twitter. Check them out on Instagram. Both of those are at Reppin' Pins. Check them out on Facebook. It's just Facebook.com slash Reppin' Pins. And, you know, know give them a shout out let them know that you heard about them on this podcast you know say hey off the beaten podcast i heard francis he's great you know whatever you want to say please you know keep it upbeat keep it positive uh nobody needs the the negative stuff you know what i'm saying you know but like yes let them know that you appreciate them please support them they're chicago based and they are fabulous also next thing thank you to all of you for listening so now comes the nitty-gritty stuff that I, I, I hate to have to ask you, but I have to ask. So please, if you can rate, review, and share. If you leave a review, I'll gef- definitely give you a shout out on the next episode. Um, also, hit us up on social media. You can hit us up on Twitter. You can hit us up on Instagram. No, I feel so excited. Off the Beaten Podcast, I feel like it's growing up like a child. It actually has its own Instagram now. So it's Instagram.com slash Off the Beaten Podcast. So check that out as well as we have our Facebook and uh, Snapchat. Don't be afraid to slide into our DMs. Um, if you slide into the Facebook or the Twitter DMs, you're actually sliding into my DMs, which is totally okay. And if you slide into the Instagram DMs, you're sliding into the Off the Beaten Podcast DMs, which is cool too. And, you know, that's either going to be me or Heather who are going to be responding to you anyway. So it's not like a big secret. So <laughs> please feel free to, you know, if you have comments, you have concerns, you have questions, don't be afraid to slide into our DMs. We want to connect with you guys. And that's totally cool. Um, also, you can email us. Our email address is being silly in the city at gmail.com. It's all one word as it sounds, being silly in the city. Also, this is new. I'm super excited. I hope it doesn't horrify me. We have a phone number that you can call in and leave a voicemail. So here's the number. Write this down. Let me give it to you. It's 312 488 9068. 312. That's Chicago, baby. It's a 312 number. 312-488-9068. Call us. Leave us a voicemail. Do you, you know, what are your thoughts on the podcast? What are your thoughts on Francis? What are your thoughts on repping pens? What are your thoughts on the previous episodes? And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please go back and listen to them. They're all fabulous and great. So want to hear from you, want to hear tons of, you know, feedback and great stuff. Everything you guys tell us, both positive and negative, will make the pod better. I'm super excited. 
Please also subscribe to the Off the Beaten Podcast newsletter. If you do that, you'll be the first person to know about anything that happens. The first people to get that 20% off deal are the people who are in the newsletter. I try to send the newsletter out before the episodes actually post so people can know what's coming up. And they say, oh man, when I go to work tomorrow, I want to listen to that. And they're going to be the first ones to get crack at that deal. Why is that important? Reppin' Pins has finite inventory, right? It's a small business. So those people who are on the newsletter, they get first crack. They might have ordered that one pin that you wanted that's now sold out. That's reality. So if you're on our newsletter, you'll get the first crack at everything. You'll be in that first group and, you know, stay on your email. If you don't check your email, you suck. So <laughs> check your email. All right? I'm daring. I'm bold. I'm going to tell you how I feel about you to your face. Check your email. And when you see that email, get it. Open it up like, oh, what, you know, what's cooking? What's next? What's going on? And hopefully we'll have more good deals. We'll have more good things. And I'm just so excited. So excited. And thank you to Reppin' Pins again. Thank you to Francis and, you know, all his comp- compadres, to his lovely wife, who I've had, I've had the opportunity to meet, I think, once or twice. And just lovely. He's a lovely person. So, you know, that makes sense. Also, finally, calling all musicians. Um, still looking for music. If you want your music feature on an episode of Off the Beaten Podcast, please just email us a streaming link so we can hear it. I just want to make sure it's not something that's like, you know, <laughs> something that's not too far out of our comfort zone, which is, I mean, I love guar. I listen to everything. You know, I listen to everything from hip hop to, you know, death metal, sludge metal, everything. So there's not much out there that's going to be outside of my comfort zone, but, you know, Please send us a link. We'll listen to it. We'll feature it. We'll talk about you. We'll give you a shout out and we'll include you in the episode notes. Everything I just said to you also should be down in the episode notes. So please make sure you read those. Right. Gives you a little, you know, maybe even a few things that I didn't mention here directly. And yes, that's it. I'm so excited. This was a great episode. This was a great chat. And I'm just feeling so positive. And I've been stir crazy the last two weeks. So I'm glad to be getting back in front of this microphone and getting out to you guys super excited so thank you again and we'll see you next well no 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 we'll see you in two weeks i was gonna say next week uh but i will tell you this if you sign up for the newsletter i got something cooking up in between the ne- now and the next episode so if you're on the newsletter you'll know about it and first and so uh, you know you know i got some stuff cooking well i always got something going so Thank you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of the family. And we will see you next time. Have a great one.